Okay, so Secret Invasion, Secret Invasion, a uh, trailer dropped, uh, was it, was it today, uh, or is it yesterday, uh, that this trailer, uh, yesterday, yeah. yesterday, that this trailer dropped, so this is the new Disney Plus show, um, and generally, I think they said that Disney, Marvel, they're trying to scale back a little bit with all the Disney Plus shows, all the Marvel movies, um, trying to more focus on the quality of these things, uh, which I think is a good decision, um, I don't think there should be, like, five shows six movies a year coming out i think they'll they'll try to scale it back to at least like what two movies two shows a year instead um which i think is a good i think we'll get three and three three and i think we're gonna get three and three three three. that's what i feel like they're gonna gonna land on now i will be the first to admit you know i've been on here a lot for the nerd shit and i don't have the issues a lot of people have a face for i do think there there's been you know some shit that's been better than others but um, the spy shit is always what gets me. I think the spy shit rules, and this is very much in that spy shit realm. So, yeah, I'm ready for this shit. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the Secret Invasion trailer? Um, what Easter eggs did you notice? Um, what can we expect from this series? Oh God, how much time do we have? Um, so, <laughs> so okay. There's not a ton on the surface for this trailer. So this is me going super nerd. So just, just y'all, just I'm warning y'all. We're going, we're going kind of nerdy here. So, okay, I have the trailer up here. So one thing I really like, and I've kind of talked about this when I've been on. I'm a big Twilight Zone fan. That was like the first show to like really like grab me. I fucking love the Twilight Zone. Um, and Invasion, uh, Invasion of Body Snatchers is such a cool fucking, uh, such a cool fucking movie. I mean. You know, we've seen that premise of, you know, a host, you know, hundreds of times in in science fiction. But what was always interesting is the concept that someone could just transform like that into someone else, which is why the scrolls have always been so interesting. Now, admittedly, if you read comics in Dusk will attest to this, there are times where Marvel uses scrolls like Star uh, like Star Trek uses tachyons. They're kind of like, oh, we wrote ourselves to a corner. Uh, 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 scroll. Yeah, that works. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it's one of those, yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things sometimes where you're like, God damn it, Marvel, stop using scrolls. But what I love about this is it goes back to what I always say, fuckers. I say this for comic book fans especially. Sometimes y'all just need to wait and shut up because I had so many people going, Why are the scrolls good in Captain Marvel? That doesn't make sense. And I'm sitting there going, I'm sorry, did they say every scroll's good? No, no, they didn't. And this trailer is prime example of that because uh at the seventeen second mark, um, I always forget how you I always forget this actor's name and I fucking shouldn't. But um he played Malcolm X in one night in Miami, and um, ah, Kinsley Benadir. There we go. Um, he's the villain in this, and he looks horrifying. And I'm so excited that he's getting a Marvel check. But you see him at the 17 second mark. He's they're blowing up a building. So terrorism. Ooh. Um. So, so the scrolls are clearly you know all over the place, and that's what's going to make this this really interesting because you know looks like we're in europe for a good portion of it um because you know we're in london i don't think we're just going to be in london looks like we're in uh, 
Russia as well at multiple points. But um, him being the villain, I'm very excited for. So just kind of going through other random things that I that I noticed. Um, that villain, and I'll just jump ahead. I'll jump ahead because why? Why the fuck not? At sure. the uh, at the minute forty two mark. If you can, uh, yeah, at the minute 42 mark, that shot is horribly important, and that is the big kind of question of who, like, who is the main villain of this, potentially, and why that's important. So, Hmm. this looks like this is setting up Super Scroll. Like, that's, like, that's the only thing that kind of makes sense. Oh, you think they're doing that? I think that's exactly what they're doing. So, at Um, the 1 minute 42 mark, you see kind of Nick Fury on his back. What do you think that... Nick Fury. Oh, maybe I'm watching. Are you, are you talking about the case that has a sample? Oh, so actually, I'm my bad. I'm on the Marvel UK version of the trailer, so actually, I'm watching the wrong one. So let me get the. Oh, the that's happening. Hey, man, it's all right. Um, let me see where I can get to it on the. Yeah. Um, hang on. Dusk. Uh, keep going while I'm trying. Yeah, Dusk. Yeah. Uh, why are you searching for? What do? You, what are some of your thoughts on the trailer? Um. I I have not been a fan of most of the series that have come out for Disney Plus. I think they've been middling at best, kind of bad at worst. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this one is some confidence. It's more, uh, Disney has not made the money they thought they would. Disney has not made a lot. I think also at the same time, like let's let's be honest, we're 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 podcasters. We've been doing this for a bit. We watch a bunch of different series. We watch indie stuff. We watch big movies. We watch small matinee stuff. Uh, we'll talk about a variety of different things, video games, different topics, whatever catches a fancy. Same with Hunter. He gets sent so much stuff. He sees a variety of stuff. Most people only watch a fair amount of shows. So when there was initially only a few movies being sent out and there was the Marvel movies, you're like, oh, okay. Well, I can catch up for like one. Um, oh, there's two Marvel movies a year. Well, I can have like two Marvel movies and they spread far enough apart. I can do other things. Now they have, they have Marvel movies and there's like eight different shows that you all have to be in to know with each other. And then the most recent Doctor Strange one, you had to have see WandaVision. If you didn't, you're not going to know what's going on. And I think that's even, they're even, doing with the recent quantum mania it's like oh and that's a tie-in to season two of loki which is then also going to do a, a another show which is a hint of the war with the kangs and you're just like oh, oh my god most most casual watchers are not are going to be so lost and they're going to be so checked out because it's a sunken cost like either you're a sunken cost fallacy or this but that's a, neither here nor there from based on the trailer from what i see i think that's a step in a better direction just get really low-key stuff Pull back. The spy angle was probably one of my favorite parts of Winter Soldier. That slow discovery of a mystery that led up to something, that's that was always really made it interesting. And to seeing how Hydra had infiltrated the uh, uh, the, the government and other facilities and even um, S.H.I.E.L.D., that was neat. Uh, it was so neat that I wish they had done that with Black Widow. They had talked about um, Budapest, gone into a her more darker past figured out what was going on, but they didn't really do that, and I thought that was a really missed opportunity. With this, Secret Evasion has always been kind of a... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Hunter, but Secret Evasion has been... they There was that the big Secret uh, Invasion um, arc, and then they've had a smatterings of uh, 
scar from here and there. Yeah. That always, oh, get out, jail free card, use of it since or even before. Even the Kree have always been used. Like Jedi, the Kree fairly have also been used as to get a free card. Oh, what's an alien device or an alien thing that happens? That is, it's Kree. It's Kree design. Yeah. Uh, don't don't question it too much, y'all. Yeah. It's right. Kree design. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're you're not wrong, and and so that so I so okay. Um, mm. the shot's not in the U.S. version of the trailer, so I'll just have to talk about it. So basically, yeah. there's a shot of um of uh uh gravix is the name of the villain who uh mm. can in the deer is playing so what's interesting about that is that um the scroll have ties to fantastic four right and the big thing the big question that i brought up during ant-man and the wasp is who uh, quantum mania is who is going to be the villain for fantastic four because having dr doom as your first villain is fucking stupid i said that when the last Three, God, didn't three of them. That's that when the last three yeah. came out, and I kept saying it, and people were like, "Oh, Doctor Doom's dumb anyway," and, which makes me immediately realize you have not read Doctor Doom if you think that. So, you know, so the question is, like, like I said during Quantum Mania review, is it going to be Rama Tut? Um, depending on how things things work out for John from Majors, Majors may not be. Uh, so, mm -hmm. so it's going to be Rama Tut. Or is it going to be Super Scroll? And the reason why the shot at the minute 27 mark is so important, uh, we know that damage control is a thing. We, we They were introduced in Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, that's what Tony Stark, uh, that whole cleanup crew that Stark has um, and makes money off, off of, which is goddamn so gross. <laughs> but So we know damage control has been a thing. Um, if you remember in Homecoming, they were collecting all those alien artifacts and all that. So the theory with Super Scroll is that he has the powers of the Fantastic Four. He has all their powers like in one, which is why he's such a formidable uh, villain. So we don't have Fantastic Four yet, but the whole concept of of a Scroll using enhancements to go ahead and gain powers—that's something that they've done in the comics for ever. So the theory being there. Um, um, if you go to the minute, uh, minute 28 mark, because you have to wait just a moment, if you notice it says uh, specimen sample uh, crawl, or, or coal, uh, coal is the, one of the uh, member, one of the, uh, the, uh, at a minute, Thanos. at a minute and 28, I'm seeing the briefcase. Yeah. Okay, specimen, okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, so you see it says, says Specimen Cole there. So Cole was the one with the big giant axe who was in um, Infinity War, who was trying to go ahead and get the uh, Time Stone from Doctor Strange. So the, my theory being that um, since that battle happened in New York, damage control comes in, goes ahead, you know, takes the body parts and all that, because there's that point, remember, where his arm gets cut off mm -hmm. by the, uh, the portal by Doctor Strange. So if you do that, that's an easy way for damage control, infiltrated by scrolls, to go ahead and start getting uh, powers from all these heroes that have been in the MCU for this long. So mm. thus, I think that's the easy way to go ahead and actually build the Super Scroll. Yeah. Because... Super Scroll's got... Uh, yeah, that, that, that character has had a very wide um, approach. Initially, in the Fantastic Four comic line, he was just a Jack Kirby's like, hmm, 
I'm just gonna. We, we've already met the. They've met the scroll already. Scroll have actually introduced have been introduced for a long time. They've actually been there for a while. They just never maybe had an official names. They were like little green men, and they had like lasers and stuff. They weren't. They're. It was pretty primitive, but they could change. A lot of their basic stuff were introduced a long time ago, back in the '60s, '50s and '60s. But yeah, yeah, Fantastic Four. Then there was the Super Scroll, and. He's been a number of things. He's also taken on other people's aliases and because yep. he's still Skrull. Uh, notably, I think there was like one issue where he actually pretended to be uh, the Human Torch and the Invisible uh, Woman's like father, Franklin. I think he's like yeah. Franklin Storm for a little bit. He pretended to be. Uh, yeah, no, that's correct. Yeah, so you're like, yeah, he, it's all of there's a, a number of different ways they can go about it but yeah having now like a metaverse thing or just even an open portal thing we could just get a bunch of powers and meta uh, uh meta characters and to do this it mm. well is is nice it uh it is probably the easiest answer it may not be the nicest answer but it is the easy definitely yeah. if they're gonna do that um, um yeah it's i uh, can't think of any legitimate other way uh-huh um, with this trailer, like you said, more of the spy, more of the espionage type situation. Um, good to see, you know, Samuel Jackson. So he is going to be the lead character in this. Um, oh, yeah. and I mean, maybe it gives him going to be giving him a chance to actually play a, a character here. Cause mo- mostly Nick Fury just kind of pops up in these Marvel properties, does a couple quip, you know, you know, quips, one liners, kind of talk shit to the team of the Avengers or, you know, helps them build them up a little bit. Um, and then he's out um is typically what his role is so here to see him actually more play an actual kind of character and and something in one of these projects is i think enticing uh for him to be able to stretch a little bit uh more for samuel jackson um also you see kind of some returning people you see coldy smolders uh colby smolders in this um who's coming back who's returning um you have also some new additions that you kind of see also with some old people coming back you see don Cheadle, who's uh roadie rhodes he's going to be in this series um you also see martin freeman who's going to be in here um which i guess i guess if this is taken after what kind of forever to spoil that he was he's going to be on the run because he was arrested at the end of that um so to see what his character is going to be doing um what do you all think amelia clark and olivia coleman what do you all think their role is going to be here yeah so um they've already spoiled that um so olivia coleman um She's playing uh, Sonia Fallsworth, who actually doesn't... Really? Yeah, who doesn't technically... So here's the thing about Sonia Fallsworth. She doesn't have a ton... Um, she doesn't have like a ton of comic book history, but the last the last name Fallsworth does, because there's a James Fallsworth who was in Captain America, the first Avenger. He's one of the Howling Commandos. And... Well, to, to not get too nerdy, uh, basically that family ends up becoming a, uh, having a superhero mantle handed down um, by the superhero named Union Jack, who's kind of like Britain's Captain America before yeah. uh, Captain Britain and all that comes along. And so uh, that that superhero fought in World War One and Two, And so having the connection of Sonya to MI6 going back to the war would make a ton of sense why her and Fury have, you know, there's that point where she refers to him to, you know, you're not ready for his final, uh, my dear, my old friend. And so them actually having a ton of history together, especially after the events of Captain Marvel would make a ton, uh, a ton of sense. Um, I'm blanking 
on um oh god what's her name uh Millie Clark I'm blanking on what her character's name is oh 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 um uh Gia Gia um she was actually in Captain Marvel as a kid and so she's playing the grown-up version of her so what's interesting about her is that um the 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 contrast between her and Ben Middleston uh Ben Middleston's character it doesn't seem like she's on his side whatsoever, but she also doesn't seem to be bad either. So it kind of seems like she's kind of walking, kind of toeing the line. Um, so it's going to be very interesting because the the whole gripe that the Skrulls have is completely legitimate. Because if you remember at the end of Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel was like, I'll help you find a home. But then, you know, Thanos happened and other shit. And so she probably just kind of went... I gotta go save multiple planets. I'll get back to y'all, and she doesn't. And so you remember her and Fury both made that promise to the scrolls, like we'll find you a home. And so it seems like uh, Gravix and other scrolls are like, well, you took too long, motherfuckers. And so that seems to be their big gripe. Hence the whole invasion, which is again a very simple way to explain the scrolls being pissed off. And then that's gonna get your mind thinking of, oh. How many, how long scrolls been around here? Is there and please don't do this, Marvel. I'm gonna say this, please don't do this. I do not want to hear that Tony Stark was a scroll the whole time. I don't want Iron Man back. No, 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 no. Like you leave his ass <laughs> dead. I don't want him back. No. But I I don't think they can do that. I think that that would be the final nail in the coffin of really just making uh, the that would retroactively destroy so much. Yeah, that would royally piss me off if they pulled that shit. Like, like, do not that, do that, Marvel. Yeah. yeah. So, Amelia, Amelia Clark. I would, I would be okay with a clone. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. So, Amelia Clark, he, she's playing a character named Abigail Brand. Um, is her character? No, name. no, no. That's mm. who they. No, no. That's who they. That's who. That's who they thought she was. Oh, that's who the internet was like. Yeah, because that was my guess. I thought she was playing her, and they went... Um, I just read an article yesterday talking about how they confirmed she's playing Ben Milson's daughter. So ben Mil- okay. That could have been interesting, but yeah. Sorry, y'all. Not playing her. <laughs> okay. All right. They're... Basically, they're minor-esque characters, even in, within yeah. the superhero comics. Uh, Sonya just being like an insert now character who has ties with union jack because he was in the Alan commandos in the in the first avengers and Amelia clark is a grown-up version of a character we briefly saw in a previous movie um i mean sure absolutely a more grounded setting is great and i i salute that i'm curious to see how it's going to turn out i'm curious to see how what they're going to do with scroll because the scrolls are as campy as they can be and as oh, yeah. ridiculous as Marvel has used them as a get-out-of-jail-free card. When they're written well, they are an Invasion of the Body Snatchers level of threat yeah. where you don't know whose side you're on. You don't know what's going on. And we also, it's an interesting point in time for them to come out because most of the characters who could have, we would have wanted to see, like with Black Widow and a few other characters who could would have been an interesting movie to have them deal with or like Hawkeye to deal with that kind of spy stuff. There's not, they're not around anymore. <laughs> They're not really around. It's really Nick Fury and what's left of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that's an interesting dynamic of like, well, what do they do now? Yeah. Uh, who Who's going to stop it? The Avengers aren't really a thing anymore. I mean, uh, yeah. Scott's trying. I mean, they are, but they also... 
not aren't like and i kind of love that in the trailer that there's that newspaper like asking like where the fuck are the avengers because you know the mm-hmm. you know the public is like the avengers are a thing right and you know scott is like actually no i don't know where any of them are so like i actually like that because like because i feel like that's something you kind of almost have to address every single project you, you know what i mean because mm-hmm. everyone cause that's the first thing people go to is like where are the avengers it's like well fuck they're not around like what do you want Mo- so, most of them are gone like most of them are gone uh gone uh don Cheadle's character Rhodey uh Rhodes he's partially crippled he can't really get back into the suit he can but it's not as easy it once was so he has to be low key. The armor might have been confiscated at that point. It's government property, anyways. Yeah. So he might not even be able to get into that suit legally speaking because he handed because he's part of the government. Uh, which makes explains like the I'm on red tape right now, Fury. We we can't pull as fast as loose as we used to. Uh, Tony's gone. Uh, Piper's probably not doing anything with that. It's just letting things lie and just continue the company and raising her uh her and tony's child uh cap is gets a whole other kettle of fish cap is doing his own thing he bowed out uh falcon and um i guess now captain america falcon and uh the winter soldier um they're doing their own thing and both have (laughs) right 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 um it's still it's still uh, its own thing yeah they, they got their own thing going on then there's like a recruiter for other things going on right now she's been going around uh recruiting people that one character who's shown up in some of the movies oh julia like, louis dreyfus val yeah. yeah yeah she's like i'm gonna recruit you to join that i'm like now it's not the time for this kind of crap so they got their like whose side that even that split most of the avengers even the sub avengers vision's gone wanda is uh quote unquote dead uh vision is quote-unquote dead uh you're running out of avengers you're running out of avengers thor is thor just effed off responsibilities because that totally that was a fun pathos to do for his character at end game and really with fulfilling end for love and thunder i say sarcastically so he doesn't even know any of this is going on he's just being a dumb himbo in space uh yeah you're just yeah. kind of like, all right. Yeah, we don't really um, have. You're it, Nick. Yeah. It's like you're it, Nick Fury. You're uh, looking at him. Any final things on trailer? Yeah. Um. Last thing I'll throw up is um, uh, in mm-hmm. She-Hulk, we had the whole uh, intelligentsia group, and the whole plot was, you know, they, they had to get some of her blood, and you know, technically they do. So you think about. And I can't believe I'm going to reference this. Uh, if you've seen Justice League Unlimited, no. Epilogue, epilogue is a piece of shit. Um, yes, it is. Ter- it's absolutely terrible. Don't. But the whole, but the whole concept of superheroes' blood being left around. Yeah. She hulks is a thing. Yeah. So the Super Scroll having multiple powers because watch the uk trailer y'all if you haven't seen it you're gonna see that shot of uh gravik's arm like twisting and it looks very much like a groot type of like thing attack and it's one of those things where it's like okay the super scroll could have multiple powers already that we're not aware of plus we also saw uh damage control miss marvel so 
I, I feel like the scrolls are about to get an upgrade, and that could actually make things very potentially interesting heading to Secret Wars, which is one of my personal favorite arcs. So, yeah, there's a lot going on in the trailer, but mm-hmm. we're probably not going to know more until June, which is actually good. Keep keep it close to the vest. It's fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the shot right hip here. He's, yeah, kind of looks like he's got like he's got a Groot, twisty arms. Yeah, group kind of thing here. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting theory. Yeah. I mean, they could all also go the route where super um super scroll is like more of a monster and he just he has all these powers but he's just not he can't control them very well they could go that route that's been done before too yeah i mean there there are multiple avenues they can go through but go down but i think the scrolls are going to be way more important than we honestly thought they were going to be so yeah it's going to be interesting to see how they they make it work but um yeah this is in june uh, June's a stacked month, y'all. We've got Spider Verse, Indiana Jones, um, mm. The Flash, um, this. Um, yeah, June's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was Secret Invasion. Gonna be moving on to our next trailer, and then we're gonna be heading out. Uh, gonna be discussing Blue Beetle. So Blue Beetle finally has a trailer. Um, so you know that this movie, it, it's it it exists. It's coming out. It's got a release date. Um, it's not canceled anything like that. Um, you know, so they're they're moving uh, they're moving forward with it. So that's pretty good. Um, and um, what are some of you guys' thoughts on this trailer? No, you want me to go? Yeah, you can go first, man. Okay. Uh, that's CGI, boy. Uh-huh. That's CGI. That's not that's not looking great. Uh, 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 man, I feel so bad. This was originally supposed to be an HBO Max series, and then they went, "Nah, let's release it as a movie." And uh, I think they might it needs a little more time to cook. It's a little rough, both in in the plotting and in the uh, and in especially the CGI going on right now. Uh, I will say this though, the costume is fairly accurate. I'll give the Blue Beetle costume. It's fairly close to what it actually is in the comics, and that that's cool. Uh, but for all people who don't know who the Blue Beetle is, Blue Beetle uh, is a DC was originally a DC character from the uh, 30s and 40s, way back when there was a single run of that character. He was kind of more of a gadget guy, wore a blue uh, blue costume, called himself the Blue Beetle. Funny thing in World War II, and he was kind of a, kind of like a character like Catman or a few other characters who were very old school characters he died um canonically i think he died in, in the line of, of duty and his characterization didn't see reutilization until much years later but this is with an entirely new concept so uh, jamie Re- reyes is just this average kid he's uh he's uh and he you know he has a good family dynamic he has good friends and one day he stumbles upon a blue this beetle it's an alien uh, an alien artifact that lunges onto him not too different than a symbiote but different in its mechanics and attaches itself to the back of the neck of his spine allowing him to uh wield its awesome power the what's interesting about the blue beetle is it can transform into anything it is a living weapon classified itself as a living weapon it also talks to him on a neurological level which means it talks to him as fast as his brain speed can carry although it does make note that if it was in another species it could also adapt to their level of thinking as well it's it was an ultimate weapon sent from another planet 
and just happened to land on Earth. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, so Jamie Reyes is this young man, has to figure out how to utilize this power while hiding it from his parents, and only his uh, friends know at first, and uh, how to learn to use these abilities. Because when I mean it, it can turn into anything, I mean it can turn into anything. It can turn into a gun hand. It can turn into a sword. It can turn into anything complicated you could think of. It can transform itself to it. It also has a mind of its own, and by saying mind of its own, is if you try to kill it, it in the original uh, issues, it tried to kill everything that it senses a danger. Everything. Yeah. And that was a big thing for Jamie, was like pulling back on it to go, no, 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 no. It, uh, so in like a Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, it's like, oh, a kill, kill mode? Yeah, yeah. kill. It's, it's, it's kill mode on all the time. So Jamie had to slowly learn how to control and tell it, no, 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 not kill mode. Uh, so, but with this adaptation, already some things are deviated. For one, it comes in a box, really flimsy box, by the way, and he just <laughs> opens it. And he just, like, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm, I'm being honest. It's like a really flimsy box that they held at like a three trillion dollar. Like, it, it's an extremely expensive, powerful be thing inside this box. And they tell him, don't open this box. Now I'm going to walk away and leave you alone. And then his friends peer pressure him to be like, well, you didn't open it up to look what it is? Like, no, they told me not to. Because he's a good boy. He's a good guy. He doesn't, he just does as he's told. Why they even gave it to him. So it's already kind of different. And then his, immediately it starts being like a symbiote, which is not exactly what it's like. It starts going crazy. And now we have the family dynamic, which took much longer in the comics to yeah. eventually happen. But it did happen in the comics eventually, but it felt more earned in the comics than it does in this initial junction because that was his choice to reveal later, and it helped create a bond, especially when... Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for the Blue Beetle comics because the early comics run is actually really good. I'd actually recommend you read those. Uh... He's kind of DC's equivalent to not uh, not Spider-Man, more kind of like a common writer kind of character, where he's like battling evil, kind of doing this with a little like sprinkle of Spider-Man because of his characteristics. But it does go to a really interesting arc later when other alien species happen to show up looking for it, and I think that's the direction they'll eventually go in. Because why wouldn't you? It's his most famous arc. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'll leave it back to Hunter. What what, what did you think? Yeah. So, um, I'm going to be real. Yeah. I love the way the suit looks. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the CGI, I mean, yes, they need to clean up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But but I didn't have this sense of what the actual fuck like I did with the Flash costume when I first Ooh. saw it. Because I saw that Flash costume, I'm like, this is a $200 million budget at least, considering how many times you switched. Way more than that. Like, Way more like, reshoots. Like, 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 come the fuck on, how does this not look better? I think this looks great. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually uh, to to Dust Point. Um, mm -hmm. He is a thousand percent right on the on the family dynamic it, in the comics. When it is that that barrier comes down, it does feel more earned because of what uh, Jamie has gone through. So the fact that the scarab just kind of latches onto him and takes that away, I'm not crazy about that. That is that is like my one gripe about this trailer. I just went, eh, all right, don't don't love that. But at the same time, we don't know what. Yeah. It's setting up like it, it could it could potentially be later on in the film maybe we don't know but um but i'm but one of the things about this that i am really excited about mm -hmm. is 
we're getting another minority superhero. And mm-hmm. I know to, you know, most people, white people, um, that may not be That's not fair. That, that, I think a lot of the gripes I saw, I'm just saying, but I know that may not be a big deal to a lot of people. This is a big deal. And the fact is, as I've talked about on here before, the at-bats for minority characters are way more limited, because if you fuck up, you know, a Batman mm-hmm. movie, we'll try again in five years, whatever. You you know, you fuck up, you know, Supergirl, you have to wait, you know, 20. So, Fine, yeah. <laughs> so I hope this is really good, because I'm a big fan of the character. Um, if you haven't read it, there's a, I think it's an O. 06 run uh yeah little graduation day which is actually really fucking awesome um and he's in uh, the second injustice and he's a badass in there so he's like probably one of the most likable ca- he's like the only likable character in injustice yeah you're not you're not wrong <laughs> like he, he was like the character you root for that's what an injustice universe he's just he's just pt keen the entire time he's just a, a good character who's just like supergirl's like oh you, he's like a He's like, you're this close. He's like, uh, you're lucky to get this close to me. He's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm, ba- I'm barely, I'm barely holding on against these superheroes, but I'm trying my best. He just uh, wants to do the right thing. Jamie, that's what Jamie, uh, Jamie Reyes is a fun character because he just wants to try, and the in the suit that he's in learns to. It's also the dynamic between him and his friends and his family that makes him also different. Well, they do start off as they, they don't know his identity. His friends do, and they help him, even when they don't have superpowers, when he's still starting off. And then when he later in, adds his family into it, there is this sense of familia and like helping each other out and making sure that they uh, cover for him while he does his thing. The, the suit is always a danger, but slowly, even over that time, the suit also begins to adjust to him and starts understanding dynamics of him as well. And they start becoming more in sync as well. It's like a big budgeted version of Star Kid from Disney. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's like Max Steel for. Yeah, shows like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, Max Steel sucks. By the way, mm. I don't watch Star Kid over Max Steel. Um, it did that, not that, age. That, it did not age well. Yeah, the the, the that kind of movie blows. But what's really interesting about this is uh, to thus point the whole kind of borderline symbiote relationship that jamie does have with, with, mm. with the scarab and it actually has ties into shazam in the original um yeah it did i forgot about that it, which um that apparently won't get brought up because shazam well, is, well black adam's not even gonna get brought up in shazam what do you you think you think blue beetle's gonna you think that obscure yeah. crap is gonna get in there they can't I mean, even do the basic stuff the rock doesn't want to be a villain yeah, and, and yet, and yet he's become one. But, but, but a villain of his own creation. I mean, true, but but a villain nonetheless. But uh, yeah. as, as far as his powers, um, the blaster cannon kicks so much ass. Like whenever the blaster cannon pops mm-hmm. up in the comics, it's just it's wonderful. But you know, he can he can fly. He's got uh like a shield, like a like shielding technology. Yeah, um, yeah. he has a full has protective to- armor. Actually, yeah. he can like. All shield over him. He's got the the blaster. Whenever he can actually get it to work at first, yeah, because because there is a there is a hilarious learning curve once he actually is starting to you know use the suit. Um, it's even got kryptonite radiation. Like the suit is kind of amazing when you start breaking down everything that it that it has. Um, I'm hoping um and to get comic booky here. So mm-hmm. um, Susan Sarandon. Uh, she's in the uh, she's in the movie, and she's mm-hmm. playing um, uh, Victoria Victoria Cord. I want to say, um, yeah, 
who so there's a little espionage like you know corporate takeover uh aspect to the story as well because the oh is it the second i think it's the second blue beetle uh, ted cord um who is way more uh traditional um uh just more like standard tech um i want to say let me try to get the trailer up real quick um you actually see the two original costumes in the trailer is Uh, it at the very end of the trailer where he's kind of in the cave yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 because the the first oh yeah uh, the first one i mentioned earlier blue beetle is like the third iteration of this kind of a character he's also the most like far wide version the other one I mentioned was like the OG. I, I forgot that there was a second iteration. You're right. He was a little bit more techie guy, but the other guy was like very Catman, old school kind of yeah. that kind of stuff. And his costume is very like almost like the Spider or the Phantom, those kind of pulpy characters. Yeah, yeah, but it's very much in that. It's very much in that vein. So, so the fact that Cord, because um, you see at the uh, the twenty three second mark, um, that's you know that's a Cord. That's Cord Industries that they're in right there. Um, you can tell um, just by like how techy it looks. That looks like that's where they're. Yeah, you see the K at. on the building there. You see K's right there. Yeah, the, so Cord Industries is basically think Star Labs. Basically, that that that's basically what Cord Industries is. It's it, like if you need a parallel with Star Labs, and so um, I would say he might cross over with the Flash, but uh, probably won't be Ezra Miller's version. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, but that's essentially what uh, what it is. So you'll probably get a little, you know, corporate takeover or something to that effect. Um, I hope they touch on Ted Cord because Ted Cord is actually a pretty cool character. Um, I don't. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm. He was the student of the original. Who was I remember? Dan Garrett. He's the OG. He was. God, he was from. I was looking this up. He's from Fox Comics. My God. Yeah. Oh that, yeah. That's yeah. He's like golden age, old school, like 1930s. Yeah. But yeah, Ted Cord has his own thing. He's more closer to like uh, like a Batman, Ticky kind of character. And then yeah, 2006 was when Reyes was introduced, and they're like completely revamping this. No more like ancient Egyptian stuff. He's from Spice. Mm. Yeah, and, and, so, and so like the Star Labs thing is really interesting. But Victoria Cord, she's a pretty new character. She just got um, made canon yeah. not even twenty years ago. So the fact that you know they're bringing her in, I find that pretty interesting. Um, as far as other stuff in the trailer, um, the bug, because uh, as Dust is saying, you know this is a very old school character. At the uh, 206 mark, it looks so wonderfully cheesy comic book. I, I saw that shot, and I was like, I love that. I'm like, give me more old-school shit like this. Like, it, it reminds me of the old-school Ant-Man uh, helmet. It, it's like, yep, it's cheesy as fuck, and I love that you're introducing this. It's like so, an episode of Smallville. Um, <laughs> yeah, kinda. Um, Which Blue Beetle was in. Yeah. yeah. Um, except the actor. Wore his yeah, suit. I know. But anyway, know. <laughs> but, but but um, a lot of the close-ups of the suit. One of the things that it was always fun about it is that it looks cool, but it looks just like just terrifying enough. Yeah, like you know that if you're a kid, you might get a little scared of it every so often. Kind of go like, oh shit. Um, so I actually love the way it looks. Um, I love the um, the sensory aspect too, because that's another. Um, at the 143 mark, you see there how it's highlighting potential threats. That's another feature that the costume has when he's not 
fully in the costume. So uh, I'm I'm happy that they've already introduced and let you know that that's going to be a uh, be a feature. Um, looking at other aspects of it, I like the way it looks like um, there's a shot like I think it's like it's at the 209, uh, not the 209 mark, but there's a point where oh yeah, it's at the the uh, like the 215 mark where you see him moving in the suit. It looks like this. It looks like the suit has a little weight to it like iron man but it does feel like it's it's light enough to move in but but heavy enough that you'd feel the blows so i like the way the costume's moving just already so hopefully you know they kind of there's a montage or something of how how the suit works so, which i'm sure there will be um one other thing i noticed uh to this point about the whole scarab being kept in a box, which, you know, haha. Um, I love the fact they bring back uh, Big Belly Burger, which you've seen in uh, Arrow and in The Flash. I just, oh, God. I just I just like that Easter egg. I'm like, that's, I'm like, it's cheesy, but I like the fact that that's at least brought up. Um, but as far as, as far as the movie, it'll probably be typical origin story. Mm-hmm. I don't even mean that, I don't even mean that's a bad thing you know like he'll have to take down the evil corporation and all that and of course everyone's gonna want you know like it's gonna be a big butter version of star kid like i said it's gonna be it's gonna be a a disney uh, original movie but with a slightly bigger budget but similar writing uh maybe maybe in the original one they wouldn't have called batman a fascist though no okay i've been i posted okay so i posted something (laughs) about that and I think all I said, which is something I've said for years, I'm like, if if Batman, you know, if Bruce Wayne had an, was Indian and he was recruiting child soldiers, people would have way more of a problem with it. And so the movie called Batman a fascist, I'm like, first off, which version? Yeah. Because that is important. <laughs> that is very, like, it's very important. We don't even know what timeline we're in right now. Yeah, who who the fuck knows? It doesn't matter. I don't think, I don't think DC knows what no. they're in. Because, like, <sighs> Because, you know, if you're saying Pattinson's Batman's a fascist, no. If you're saying Affleck's, yes, and a murderer on top of that. <laughs> but yeah. but I, I appreciate the fact that the movie's actually taking a little shot. I mean, you know, ter- ter- you know turnabout's fair play. Um, the one other thing we did mm-hmm. mention, um, the, original, um, the original comic takes place in El Paso. Yes, it does. And they're changing to, to, to Palmera City, which... Uh... I'm not sure why they're doing that. Yeah, it would have been cheaper to shoot in El Paso. Yeah, it just seems kind of like an unnecessary change for the city. And it was was also a a nice little change of pace to have a character be in El Paso and this crazy thing happens. So having it be in like this town and he's a local character and he has these these people and family and this crazy thing happens to him adds a little more weight because then it gets the local environment as well. He becomes a, a, like a neighborhood kind of a character. Yeah, eventually he has intergalactic stuff and eventually becomes friends with uh, with uh, with the other Blue Beetle and even Booster Gold, who Which, Booster Gold's his own his own thing. We don't even have time for that. That's, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. But <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know why they changed it to that. It's not. Save the money. If anything, shooting in El Paso would have been much yeah, easier. So I will be the first to admit that's another one of those changes that kind of makes me go, eh, "All right, I don't know why." But again, I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them a chance to explain themselves, and maybe there's something plot wise that we're just not you know akin to yet. Mm. But 
But for a first trailer, um, you know, when I watched that Flash trailer, I was just like, you know, what a bunch of whores you are having Michael Keaton out there to be like, hey, Ezra Miller, don't look at him, look at Keaton. You love Keaton, right? Like, I just, just whorish and terrible on a level that I was like, God damn it, DC. This actually has me excited, and I really hope it's good. I really do, because I hate sitting through bad comic book films, and I just, I want DC to get some momentum after all this Ezra Snyderverse bullshit, so, um, and I want, you know, I want every minority group to have their person, you know, so, like, I, mm. I really hope this is great, and I'm, I leave this trailer, like, I actually, I'm, like, I got goosebumps during multiple points, and I was like, okay, like, this could actually be something, um, Goosebumps. Yeah, dude, I was, I was, I'm not, I was hyped. I've watched this a couple times. Um, actually, oh, like, okay. actually, like five times because I was trying to break, you know, trying to catch it. And break yeah, it trying to break it down. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but I will just ask one thing of DC before I throw it back to y'all. Please advertise this. Can you please advertise the movie? <laughs> like, like, please, like, advertise it. And I mean, advertise it. Like, let me see a trailer in between. Like, when I go to a theater. Let me see shit on YouTube if I'm too cheap to pay for ads. Like, actually show me shit from the movie to get me excited. Because this comes out in... August. Uh, yeah, August 18th. Okay. So, yeah, they don't have a lot so, of time. I mean, time. Have four months. So, I would like one more trailer, please. And I would like some, mm. you know, give me a couple TV spots. Like, give me a reason to get, to get excited about this. Because... This could be their, like, their Miles Morales, if they play their cards right. Like, this really could be a big character for DC that people want to see moving forward. But if you don't advertise the shit, because, you know, let's be clear, we're still kind of a little murky as far as where DC's going, um, you need to make people aware of this character. Because, you know, I, I, I had to tell people Injustice 2, for a lot of my friends who don't know who the fuck Blue Beetle is, it's like, I, I wish you knew who Blue Beetle was, but playing Justice 2, that'll get you somewhat familiar, but... Blue Beetle is an obscure character. Reyes is, like, the one most people are gonna know, even now. They're like, oh, he's the third iteration of the Blue Beetle character, and they go, what? Oh, yeah, there's a whole other character before that, and then he does gadget stuff, and, oh, let me tell you about the first one. Oh, there's Catman, they're like, then they're already walking away. No, no, wait, come back! I want to talk about the Black Black Canary and all those other characters that know... He's obscure, but he's a fun character, and yeah, and, no. and given the chance, he can make money for DC. So just he, yeah, yeah. All right, they pick um, a good actor to play him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that's will, it. Really. Yeah. Blue Beetle. Um, Come on, DC. <laughs> trailer talk there. <laughs> 